You're listening to Dig Into Tech, a podcast from MicroMind, where we explore current trends, discuss where the industry is heading, and discover how to make mining better. Hey there, Melissa Scott with you here today for this episode on MicroMind 2020, where I sit down with MicroMind's technical product managers, Frank Bilkey, Gordon Thomas, and Andy Esmaili, to discuss the latest release of MicroMind and the key features users can expect to see. We hope you enjoy. So what this do? is a current affair. <laughs> <laughs> so what we'll start out with is if you can just go around um, your little circle there and just introduce yourself, tell me what your role is here. Maybe you can tell me how long you've been at Micromind for. Um, and yeah, just start with that. I'm trying to remember how long I've been here. Clear trying to remember your name. Yeah, like, mm. What do I do here? <laughs> <laughs> Not much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. um, you guys know my name. My name is Andy. Um, I'm the product analyst here at Micromine, and I work with Gordon every day to improve the mining functionality. Cool. Um, I'm Frank Bilkey. I'm one of the technical product managers for Micromine. Uh, I've been here for nearly 20 years, which is rather scary in some ways uh, and I look after uh, exploration and everything up to resource estimation in terms of what goes into Micromine. And I'm Gordon Thomas, I'm a the other technical product manager at Micromine. I've been here for 18 months and Andy and I work together on doing the mining and the scheduling modules. Are you guys sick of each other yet or are you, you like working together? Some no, <laughs> we love working together. Yeah. No, we work closely together and we mm. get along pretty well, so mm. it helps a lot. And you have a good rest of the team? The support team's good, your technical guys are good? Mm. Yeah, yeah. I guess one of the things that's great about Micromine is that the company's grown exponentially over the last couple mm. of years, and so the mm. thing that I'd love to see the most is that we've got a growing development team, and that's helped us a lot, so it's, it's quite exciting times. The last 18 months has been really exciting because the company's grown and the team's grown our capacity to develop is grown. In yeah. fact, it's hard to keep up. We, yeah. uh, the developers are turning out stuff so quickly now that yeah. uh, we are uh, forced to test a lot, more, uh, a lot more new features than we ever did in terms of uh, features per day. So um, we are really moving We're, uh, in a way that we never have in the whole time I've been here. We've, I don't think the, the pace of development has ever been as fast as it is now. I'm excited. <laughs> I can hear it in your voice. <laughs> so um, can you tell me a little bit about what you guys have been working on the last year? Has it all been on Micromind 2020 or have there been other focuses? What's been your main projects? Uh, well, it's all been Micromind 2020. That is, that is what we're here to do, which gets released in um, November this year. Um, and there's uh, a lot of a lot of work that's gone into that with lots of different modules, um, spanning everything from mining through to resource modelling to charting, to scripting to reporting, um, everything really. Mm. Something for everybody. Mm. Something for everybody. What do you mean by that? Who's everybody? <laughs> well, um, where do we start? First pass exploration, uh, all the way through to mature mines with uh, long-term schedules and optimization runs and, and pretty much everything in between. Um, we're filling in a lot of gaps that we've had in our ability to do certain things that um, miners like to do. Um, 
and we've just got this really nicely developing and evolving suite of products that go all the way from two guys with a shovel uh, all the way up to you know potentially the likes of uh, one of the three-letter mining companies. So uh, we're, we're really cooking along now in terms of what's coming out in Micromine 2020. Um, and like, like Gordon said, uh, my focus has been solely on Micromine 2020. <sighs> how, how long have we been working on this thing now? A couple of years? At least two years. Oh, 18 months, yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, and uh, we just, that's our total focus. We're, um, we're clocking up around 1,500 uh, changes that we've made to Micromine, and of those changes, about half of them are new or you know, significantly improved features. So uh, it, it's quite normal for a Micromine release to be in the mid-1500s. Uh, That's a fairly typical cadence for us. Uh, and there's an awful lot of stuff uh, in this release that, that people can discover or you know, we'll share information about. 1500, is that, did I hear that correctly? Yep, 1500. Yep. yep, and that would be a normal Micromine release, would be 1500 issues or so. So that's, that's just how it's always rolled. Uh, just by virtue of the fact that Micromine is such a big application, you know, and we look at, you know, look at the size of the development team, uh, look at the code base, not that we can, but uh, look at the, you know, the, the, the scope of what we deal with. We're dealing with everything from drawing a chart like you would do in Excel to planning and operating a multi-billion dollar mine. And there's all these little niches that fall in there that are all part of what we are adding to Micromine 2020. <laughs> so um, out of those 1,500 enhancements, features, improvements, what are you most excited about? That's everybody, question for everybody. Who's going to go first on you this? You can one? go first no. if you really start talking. <laughs> All right. Um, I guess from, from my point of view, the things that excite me the most is the things that I know the clients will get most excited about. Um, I think the great thing about what we do here is that we're really agile and we, we really react to our clients' requests. Um, and in the mining space, there's been a lot of requests associated with ring design, um, and obviously underground optimization and scheduling. But one of my favorite um, features, or I shouldn't really say one, it's a bunch of features that I'm going to talk about, but to do with ring design, underground production, ring design stuff. Um, so as we all know, underground drilling is always involving um, confined spaces. So we're always dealing with um, environmental constraints. Um, and one of the realities of mine planning is that mining engineers spend more time behind computers and less time underground these days. So um, for them to have a real understanding and grasp of the environments that the operators are drilling in every day, it's, it's not, no longer the same. So we, we've tried to cater for that by adding some new ring design utilities um, where engineers can essentially apply constraints by defining the shape and dimensions of the rig and a number of parameters that essentially restrict the movements of the rig um, and are adapted to the environmental conditions of, of, the, of the environment that they're preparing a design for. So uh, these are things that our, our clients have asked for and we've sort of reacted to that and it's, it's really neat. So I guess the, if I was to describe it to someone who's not going to get the chance to look at Micromine, I'd say 
probably been in a car or driven a car with those proximity sensors that help you park or know where you are when you're reversing. Those things are really neat in cars and that's sort of what we've tried to apply to our underground ring design planning tool. So it's, it works really well and it's really neat because you, you get dynamic feedback as to where the rig is and how far it is from the sidewall or, or the roof. Um, and yeah, it's, it's just added a new layer of um, interactiveness, I guess, to that, to, that, to that task that underground planners work on very typically. So that's one of my favorite features. There's a couple more, but maybe we'll go around in circles. <laughs> <laughs> what a great analogy, the, the car. I resonate with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think you also raised a great point there about people not knowing that how digital and technical mining is going that they don't know when they get to the site that they have to use all these systems and then it's thrown in there and they're faced with things that they didn't know they had to learn and they have to learn it really quickly. So in that sense, MicroMine is very flexible and easy to learn, would you say? Yeah, definitely. I mean, we always try to ensure that what we're adding to MicroMine is intuitive. That's, that's probably one of the main things that we focus on. Um, yeah, and so I think this has just made that particular task a lot more user-friendly the feedback that you get is really great, and I think people will really love to see it. Awesome, <laughs> nice. And uh, what's your favorite feature, Frank? Well, um, I'm going to talk about something that we don't have, and that is the fact that uh, we no longer have such a massive user interface in Micromine. Um, you can imagine uh, Micromine being under development for the last 25, 30 years. The normal way of doing something is to say, here's a new feature, let's add it to the, to the user interface. And then when the next feature comes, we add that to the user interface. And we end up with these quite large user interfaces. What we've done in Micromine 2020 is actually take the opposite approach. And we've taken away a lot of the user interface bulk without reducing the usability of Micromine itself. In fact, if anything, the, the usability of Micromine is now enhanced because we've taken away a lot of distraction that used to be on the uh, user interface. And so what uh, users who are uh, opening Micromine 2020 for the first time will notice two things. The first one is that they're the toolbar isn't completely crammed with stuff anymore. There's actually quite a lot of space available. Uh, and the second thing is, is that the whole user interface looks a lot brighter and a, a lot cleaner because of the, the theme, uh, the new theme that we've chosen. So these are really significant changes in terms of how users perceive Micromine, uh, although they actually weren't that big of a change within what we do uh, under the hood, so to speak. Um, so that, that'll be a nice surprise for people when they first see it, I think, is that uh, they're going to have this uh, quite clean, uh, really no clutter uh, user interface. And um, admittedly, that people will have to learn where things went um, in order to keep using their workflows, but that's uh, you know, two or three times around and, and it becomes part of the new muscle memory. So that really isn't an issue. Um, but it, it really is a significant change, and, uh, and that's going to help people a lot, especially for people that don't have a history with mining, or uh, don't have a history with mining software, I should say, um, that they won't be overwhelmed when they first uh, turn on Micromine this time. And so when you're talking about the minimalism of the design, where did that inspiration come from? Was it from your users' feedback, or was that something you guys looked at, put together, and said we need to cull this down? 
Like, where did that come from? Breaking down the menu a little bit more, changing things around. It's been brewing for several years. Um, and what... Uh, it just, it became overwhelming. And I think it was, it's in our face every day because we have every module activated on all of our software and uh, we were struggling in some instances mm -hmm. to find our way around. So we had to find a better way of doing it. Yeah. And the minimalism has really helped. And there's a new feature that goes with that, which the what do you want to do feature. You can t if you know roughly what you want to do, um, you can type that in up the top and it'll tell you and select the menu option that you want. Uh, so it's much easier to find something that could be buried three levels down. So that's, it's really good. And, mm. and speaking from experience, that mm. feature is incredibly useful. Um, you know, there, there are several uh, users of Micromind that have literally been using it for more than 20 years. And um, I, I, I count myself as one of them. Uh, we constantly lose track of where certain features are. And this, um, this uh, we call it the command search, is, uh, is going to be invaluable for just getting there quickly. And uh, th there are other applications that, that have similar features. We haven't invented this ourselves. But I think what is good about the way we've implemented ours compared with uh, other places where you might see something like this is that we don't just give you the tool, we also tell you where it came from. Mm. And to me, that's actually the most valuable part of, well, equally valued with respect to finding the tool in the first place is knowing where to find it next time. Yep. And that's the bit that we don't see in other applications. So um, that, that's a significant change. And again, it's a very small change uh, in terms of what we've done physically to the software, but it's a big change in terms of how our users will interact with it. Definitely. It sounds like a good change. Definitely a positive change. Mm -hmm. So for you, Gordon, your favourite feature? Oh, well, that is definitely my favourite feature. Uh, but I've, I've, I've found uh, it, it much easier to find your way around and do really complex things. Um, so that, that's good. I guess the other really significant feature that I have to plug is our new Stope optimizer. Um, we've put a lot of work in, and we've had requests for a number of years to develop a, a means of uh, long-term optimization of underground mines. And uh, we've finally got a product uh, that does that. And it does that, um, as, as far as we understand it, it does it better than most of our competitors do it. Um, it produces truly optimum results and uh, it does it in a way that's compatible with the way that everyone's done long-term planning for open pit mines. So anyone who's comfortable in the open pit environment will be able to migrate quite smoothly to the underground environment and do exactly the same methodology that they've practiced for the last 30 years. So we're expecting big things from that. Um, we're already getting really good feedback from our um, beta test customers. Um, and we'll, yeah, we've got papers and, and marketing material coming to, um, to publicise that. So that's pretty exciting. Mm. Awesome. And just mm. touching on your point there about your beta users. So how many do you guys currently have, if you have that figure? Um, and how are they finding it? What's some feedback you've had so far? I think there's about 120. Yeah, I think it's over 100. Yeah. That. Is that yeah. more or less than you usually receive? It's, it's more, uh, I think it's more now uh, compared with maybe the last few releases. Okay. Um, 
one thing's for sure is that um, there's more people using the mining tools now, which is which I've noticed, which is cool, and getting more feedback on on the mining functionality. I guess purely because there's so much stuff that's happened in that mm -hmm. space. Um, yeah. And, and on the feedback too, um, it's it's really the feedback we're getting from our customers on the beta uh, beta program now is really good. They are taking hold of something that interests them and they're pushing it to the limit and then they're saying, well, guys, this works really well, but you need to add these two or three things. And uh, we've, we've had several of our beta clients give us that kind of feedback and that's, that's gold for us that we, we've got a tool that we know, you know, we come up with the stub for want of a better word, we come up with the basic implementation of it. And then uh, these customers will, will get their head around it and say, guys, we need to add these extra tools to it to make it really work well. And um, we've got you know, three or four projects underway right now that are, are purely the result of beta feedback and, and people saying, this is what you need to add to make it a really, really good feature instead of just a good feature. And that obviously is going to benefit everyone when we go to release. Oh, uh, yeah, we've had, uh, uh, well, I guess quite a bit of feedback on some of the, uh, yeah, the, the, well, the new slope optimizer. Uh, we've, we've had good feedback on that uh, from what we've had. Um, what else we had? We've had good feedback on the ring design. I think people are really excited about what Andy was talking about. Um, uh, and yeah, some early feedback positive about our new report generation facilities. So that gives the people that gives people the ability to take um, some of the uh, the data that we get and summarise it and do some quite clever stuff with it. So there's some really valuable stuff coming there as well. One of the things that I'll, I I might, I might have two favourite features, and to be honest, this is probably the number one. Um, the basically we've we've done scheduling before, but I would say our mind scheduling capabilities or our mind scheduler is almost new scheduler is so much better, so much more powerful. And that might be one of the key areas that we should <laughs> mention. Um, my, my background is scheduling, so I've really enjoyed playing around with the new tools and testing them. And I look forward to spending some time actually using it as well. Um, the amount of functionality that's now in, in the, I like to say essentially new scheduler is um, it's massive. There's so many different things. You have capability to configure. Um, all sorts of constraints. Um, yeah, there's a massive list of things that that have been included in this in this new scheduler. So that's that's definitely worth mentioning. Nice. So my scheduler, scope optimizer, ring design, something about implicit modeling, I believe, maybe. Or yeah. Is it just new features to implicit modeling. No, there's some ni significant new features yeah. to implicit modeling. It, it, like it is, yeah, it is like um, the, the idea is that um, we become more capable of developing models from very sparse data. So we may have almost no drill hole information, but the geologist has a good idea of, of what should be there and the time sequence in which it evolved and he can define surfaces and triangulations and um, and merge them all together and, and, and produce a conglomerate picture of 
what he thinks the geology was, get how it intersects the drill holes that they do have and produce quite a good estimated picture, I guess, of, of what the deposit is going to start out like. So there's some really clever stuff there. Um, and I think people, once they get their head around it, um, they'll be pretty excited with that as well. So. Really sure. I know used to be geo. No. Um, mind scheduling yeah. for you. Yeah. What, yeah. what so, was your background? Uh, so I qualified as a civil engineer. Um, and back in when I graduated, you couldn't really do mining engineering in Western Australia. So uh, I did that. Um, got into engineering software development, and very quickly moved into mining because. Um, Western Australia is a mining state and it's very difficult to stay out of it. So, um, yeah, I've, I've been in and out of mining for, uh, yeah, 25, 30 years. Um, uh, we're short stint running our own company, um, doing IT consulting. But, yeah, the rest of the time has essentially been mining. So. Okay, cool. And so, just a final, like, wrap-up question. Um, what's Micromine 2020? Been released. What's what's beyond? What's past that? So much. <laughs> <laughs> Micromine 2022. I was going to say it'll be Micromine uh, 2022, but uh, we, uh, yeah, but it might be more than that. We uh, mm. we haven't started filling out the roadmap for that yet. No. but uh, you can bet your bottom dollars that there's going to be a lot of stuff. Thanks for listening to Micromine's Dig Into Tech podcast. You can subscribe or listen to more episodes on any podcast app or head to www.micromine.com slash podcasts. We can also be found on LinkedIn, Facebook, YouTube and Twitter or you can email us at marketing at micromine.com. See you next time. Um, can you please sum up Micromind 2020 in one word for me? That could be the experience, could be about what it means to you or to the user, whatever you want that word to be. Awesome. <laughs> no. Um, I just thought better, much better. better. Challenging, it's been challenging, the experience of it. Or would you say it's been exciting? Oh, I'd say it's been exciting. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, and challenging. To you, must be excitable. Yeah. Oh, well, I think between the group, there's been some really awesome work done, yeah. and um, I, I think our customers should be very happy with what they see from it. Um, I'm also hearing yeah. a lot of group, and I feel like teamwork.
is such a strong... Yeah, well, none of us could exist without everyone else. Um, you know, we come up with some of the ideas, and, um, and but it's up to the, the guys behind the scenes to make that all happen. Um, we're just here to prod them along the way, aren't we? So, Pretty much. Mm. Yeah, the guys out there do all the hard stuff. Mm. We just get the credit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best job, right? <laughs> awesome. Cool, cool.